Today is week 27, the second fruit of the Spirit, which is joy. Do you guys remember what the first one was last week? Love. That's right. Is joy optional for Christians? We began last week with the same question about love. Is it optional? Is it just a suggestion of God, from God, where we could we can make the decision whether we want this to be a part of who we are? The answer is no. The fruit of the Spirit is commanded. Galatians 5, 16, walk in the Spirit. So we receive this as a command from God, and we are happy to pray for joy and fight for joy and strive to grow in joy. Just like love, it does not come automatically. It's something that we must pursue by faith in Christ and through prayer and, of course, trusting in God. Just like love, it's not going to come from us naturally. It's going to come from God. God, help me to grow in love. God, help me to grow in joy. Second question, what is joy? Joy is an inward gladness and sense of rejoicing that transcends our circumstances. Transcends means rises above. So to say that our joy transcends our circumstances means it rises above whatever is going on in our lives. So whatever our circumstances are, and maybe they're really, really bad, really, really difficult, the joy that we have in Christ rises above those circumstances. And the point is that our circumstances don't uh, take away our joy. If things going bad on earth does not take away the joy that we have, in Christ, it is an inner gladness or an inner happiness, a sense of rejoicing, rejoicing in what God has done for us, transcends our circumstances. Psalm 5, verse 11, but let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy and spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may exalt in you. This is about those who take refuge in God, those who believe in God, those who are living for God. They also have joy in God at his protection. They can rejoice. They have joy. They worship him no matter what. Psalm 33 verses 21 and 22, for our heart is glad in him. You can circle the word glad. It means happy. It means joyful. Glad in Him. You see, it's a happiness based on our relationship with God. It's a gladness that's based on knowing God. And again, that rises above our circumstances. Back to Psalm 33, 21 and 22. For our heart is glad in Him because we trust in His holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us even as we hope in You. Those who know God. Those who have hope in God, those who've been saved by God, can be glad. And we should be glad. And we must be glad. It's one of the ways we honor Him for what He's done for us. It's one of the ways we say, thank you, God, for what you've done for us. And it's one of the ways we set an example to the watching world as children of God that we are happy that we belong to God. The next question, what encourages me toward joy? What encourages me toward joy number one my joy is christ and christ will never leave me our joy brothers and sisters is jesus christ 
and he will never leave us nor forsake us. Now, there's two things I'd like us to notice in that statement, and then we'll look at the passage that's listed with it. First of all, our joy is rooted in a person, Jesus, just like plants are rooted in the ground. Plants are rooted in the ground. That's how they grow up and that's how they stay up. Our joy is rooted in a person, Jesus Christ. That's where it comes from and that's how it grows. And the second aspect of that statement is that Christ will never leave us. It's about his faithfulness. It's about his faithfulness toward us. Our joy is rooted in him and he will never leave us. Therefore, our joy can never be taken away from us. 1 Peter 1, 8-9, Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him. And you rejoice with a joy that's inexpressible and filled with glory. That just means you can't really put it into words. But you have this joy that's so strong and so glorious, it so rises above what's happening in the world. Verse 9, Obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Friends, our joy is Jesus Christ. He is our everything, and He will never leave us. Number two, what else encourages us toward joy? That our joy does not depend on earthly comfort or prosperity. So much of the culture around us is based on the idea that true joy and true happiness comes from material things. It comes from material comfort. It comes from material prosperity. But that is not true. God in His goodness blesses us with some of those things. A different amount, different kinds for different people according to His providence. But those things are not the root and source of true joy and happiness. Our joy does not depend on earthly comfort or prosperity. Romans 5, 3-5. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. Sufferings. Knowing that suffering produces endurance. You see, spiritual benefits are the most important thing. Spiritual benefits. Suffering, God will use it to produce endurance. And endurance produces character spiritual character spiritual benefit and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame hope does not disappoint us hope will not be to our shame in other words it will be to your glory not to your shame because god's love has been poured into our hearts through the holy spirit who has been given to us the picture of this passage is christians and Enduring sufferings, going through sufferings and persecutions, being hated, being rejected, going through trials. It's very, very difficult, but it cannot take their joy away. And in fact, it helps them grow spiritually and depend on God more deeply and grow in their Christian character to the glory of God. So our joy is Christ and it can, cannot be taken away from us because he will never leave us. Joy does not depend on earthly comfort or prosperity whether we are rich or poor, slave or free, we can have joy in Jesus Christ. And number three, the final thing, at least that I've listed, I'm just giving you just a sampling here of what encourages us toward joy. We've been saying this, but this is a highlight point, an exclamation point, an emphasis point. Nothing can take away my joy, even death. 
So when we say that nothing can take, our way, take away our joy in Christ, we're not talking only about this life as we know it on earth. But even in death, our joy is not taken away. In fact, at that moment, our joy increases and becomes perfected. Psalm 1611, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there's fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. This life is not the end. This life is temporary. God's goal for us in this life is to know him and to serve him and to be sanctified by him more and more being conformed to the likeness of Christ. But his goal ultimately, ultimately, after this life, is to bring us into his presence where there's joy that we cannot even imagine. And in that day, we'll know the fullness and the trueness of joy in Christ as we fellowship with him in his presence. Let's pray.